0: Welcome back to tomorrow's Office Talk, episode four, where we give our NFL week two predictions along with our upset and games of the week and someone's Twitter may have been hacked. Alright, so if you don't follow me on Twitter... Go ahead and get me a follow at Caleb Green with two N's. There was some pretty wild stuff tweeted Thursday night before this Vikings-Eagles game. I would like to say my wife must have went on my account and tweeted about Kirko getting the upset in primetime to hammer that win. It it wasn't me. I would never bet on them in primetime. Um, so she kind of just made a fool out of me. And, and, you know, we're having our talks about it, but it's, it, it wasn't cool and it wasn't me. But just make sure you give me the follow anyways.
1: Listen, I'm not blaming Kirk Cousins for that game, man. And look, follow me at Out underscore TOT. But I'm really not blaming Kirk. I pick him up in every fantasy league as my backup. He should be my starter. But let me get back to my point. Justin Jefferson sold that freaking team. I don't care what no one says. All the turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. If Justin Jefferson doesn't fumble at the one-yard line, they score there. What'd they lose by? What? 14 or 7? I, it I was can't.
0: 34 to 28. Yes.
1: Come on. He gets that touchdown. Listen, I know he's the number one receiver in the league, but I'm getting too into it now. But um, Kirk Cousins didn't do that.
0: I mean, at the same time, though, he's also the reason they were in any position to score. Quite a bit of the time. Like, he had 100-plus yards. Like, any, if you're a wide receiver and you do that at any point without scoring, that's still an impressive game. It is impressive, yes. But how, how
1: much of an impact can you make for the team? Kirk Cousins impacted the team more than Justin Jefferson, in my opinion. And I think Justin Jefferson was selfish by going to reach out for that touchdown when he could have just went down and let someone else run it in.
0: I mean, I get that. But, like, you're going – you have that drive to win. Like, yeah. you want to get that score. It's the heat of the moment. Like, to say anyone else would have done differently is, like, really hard to do unless they, like, just had some incredible self-control. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, you're right. You're right because you see the end zone. You see the pylon right it, there. All yeah, I got to do is – his hands reached it. Yeah. His hands reached it. That ball. The ball reached it, too. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the ball, the ball, ball was out it. before his <laughs> hands were, like, from his chest. Yeah. The ball was already flying. But, no, no. Nah, nah, I mean, he, he's – he knows it was on him, but he definitely did a lot to help his team. That's unfortunate.
0: I blame – honestly, I blame the rest of his team. Before the Kirk Cousins played really, really good. He had like four touchdowns, good amount of yards, good completion rating, no interceptions. He, he did not play like the primetime Kirk everybody loves a flame. He, he didn't do that. I think his special teams kind of choked. Quite a few times, young guys. Yep, Um, his defense—it wasn't terrible. Obviously, anytime you let up 34 points, that's not a great showing by your defense. Um, But keep in mind, this Eagles' offense is one of the top offenses in the league. Definitely, they have weapons at every single level. It's—it's man, it's tough for Kirk Cousins because you kind of feel bad for him in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been reading, I've been reading about it all day, and I've been seeing things like maybe you trade. For Kirk Cousins, if you're the Jets, you put him on a Jets team. I mean, now you're changing things there. You put a quarterback in that system who's, who's just going to be a quarterback. I don't know if they get – I don't know if it's the same expectations or the same hopes you had for um, Rodgers. But I think they do go pretty far with, with that defense.
0: But why would the Vikings do it? Like I know you're 0-2, but it's two losses. And your, your offense is stacked. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, you got Jordan Addison. Um Madison, the running back, is not looking great, if I'm being honest. Um, but the rest of the team isn't looking bad. And if you get rid of Kirk, I, I don't even know who their backup is, but you're kind of just resetting it. Unless you plan on tanking for like Caleb Williams. I don't
1: think I don't think they go and tank, but Kirk Cousins is on his on his last year of his contract, so I don't see Kirk Cousins staying there. He can go anywhere else and get paid. And he's getting, he's gotten ninety nine percent of um, guaranteed money on all his contracts since he's been playing because he checks all the boxes for a quarterback. He doesn't go out there and take you deep in the playoffs to the Super Bowl, but he is your quarterback and he'll make he'll give you a chance to win. I have high chance me on the team. I have high chances of winning if Kirk Cousins at the quarterback.
0: I think if he were to go it would be at the end of the season rather than the middle of the season because they really have to wash the season if they get rid of him cuz unless they plan on bringing in some other kind of older vet um like maybe like it's even hard to say like Matt Ryan like bring in Cam Newton Cam Newton but he's he's washed <laughs> he's not good right like, no, I, I agree. everything would be a step backwards to the Vikings right now if they got rid of him
1: yeah, the the whole thing was like a rebuild phase. Yeah, like you have the you have those pieces, but it's like you you get rid of one or the other type of thing. Yeah. Get rid of Kirk, and obviously you're not gonna get rid of Justin Jefferson. But I think I would trade if I were uh, the Vikings. Just go another route.
0: If if it gets near the trade deadline, which is October something, I don't remember what time I had, and their record's looking really bad. I would, I would definitely consider it a lot more. But I know it's zero and two. They lost to the Bucks, which I think was more of a fluke than anything else. And then you lose to a really good Eagles team.
1: It's honestly two games you could have won. Yeah. Limit mistakes. Yeah. Could have won your second game.
0: Yeah, they're they're not far off from winning. So it'll be it'll be it'll but be interesting to it. see what they do. I just
1: think you have the tools to win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. On the flip side of it, though. For anyone who decided to stick with DeAndre Swift after his one carry performance last week, and I don't know, I think it was two catches for like 10 yards, something yeah. ridiculously bad, uh, 27 points. He went crazy. I'm so happy I started him in my fantasy. Yeah, my league,
1: I think he gave me 30 points, or maybe he had another player in there. I think I. I think it was 27 points. AJ Brown gave me fucking three points. But yeah, he,
0: he had a rough game.
1: Swift did his thing. Um, he got that opportunity. Kenneth Gainwell was out. And I really I really didn't buy into what was going on week one. Like it was something to look into, but then you get your opportunity on Thursday with Gainwell out. Speedy recovery for Gainwell, but Swift showed his ass and I and I know when you get injured you don't you typically don't lose your spot. But I mean you're gonna have to look at Maybe Swift getting more of the carries.
0: Yeah, how do you not start him after a performance like that? I mean, it's it's a really – someone has to have some really convincing shit to not go out there to start Swift again. Granted, I will say as much credit as we give to Swift, you got to give to that O-line too because there was times he wasn't getting touched until about six yards down the field. That is incredible.
1: They're a complete team, and I they're still a Super Bowl team in my opinion. Like, yeah, absolutely. This is the – this is the prime Eagles. With Hurts there, this is Hertz prime. This is the time to get to the Super Bowl and actually win this time. It's just going to be tough because you know who you have to beat.
0: The NFC is going to be better this year than it has been the past few years. The Niners look like they actually got their quarterback this time. Hopefully, they don't get hit with the injury bug that they do every single year because I like, I like when NFC has good teams. And... It's just the Niners normally when they get down to the stretch, they're like, they're very thin. You know, Debo's been hurt. Um, their tight end's been hurt. Their court, like quarterback gets hurt. Their second string quarterback gets hurt. Their defense deals with injuries. It's And their tight end isn't George Kittle. I don't know why I blanked on his name when I was talking. But, I mean, if you have all of them healthy for 90% of the year, your team's going to be incredible. It's yeah. just, can they stay healthy? Yeah, that's. And
1: it's very unfortunate that's part of the game. Yep. It's kind of – I'm a Pittsburgh fan, so it's kind of the next man up, something that the NFL preaches, definitely Mike Tomlin preaches. Um, I would like to see this – honestly, I would like to see this 49ers team go all the way because they look like a complete team as well.
0: As, as of this second – in a second we'll get to our predictions for the week. Uh, but as of this second, my top three teams in the NFC are Eagles, Niners, Lions. Those are my top three at the moment. So, I like that. I I, I can uh it, I can dig that. It could like change that. based off injuries and, you know, stuff that kinda happens out of the control. But and obviously it was only week one and we're gonna rea- overreact on yeah, week one because everybody does. Definitely. But it's definitely the NFC might be pretty solid this year with their top like five teams. I'm uh, yeah. excited. No, I really like the Lions. All right, getting into our week two predictions. Um obviously the Eagles and Vikings already played if i was to predict it before it um shelby probably would have gotten to my ear that's my wife and she would have told me to pick the vikings so i probably would have picked the vikings Mm -hmm. but she's delusional apparently um
1: she likes the chains man she
0: does kirko man Mm -hmm. she loves that Mm -hmm. video of him on the plane she was playing it during the game really she she was just cracking off at that (laughs) video it's so funny Um, damn but our first sunday night or not sunday sunday game is going to be Packers at the Falcons. This should be a pretty interesting one because, I mean, potentially based off how the Falcons could do in that division, this could be a playoff game. Um, I think the Packers will be the better team Sunday. I think they'll be the better team if they somehow met in the playoffs. They're just the overall better team, even though they have not necessarily rookie quarterback in Jordan Love, but it's his first year actually starting. This this should be pretty interesting because Jordan Love took really, really good against the Bears.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have a young Falcons offense, talented, don't get me wrong, against a Packers defense. Honestly, that's. I feel like they've seen it all. They, they can win their team games. They can take over a game and win that game. I honestly don't see the Falcons winning this game. And if they do win it, maybe by a field goal or because they got the ball the last second – Maybe Jordan, some Jordan Love mistakes. But I think the defense of the Packers won that game.
0: Yeah, I, I think this game will show a lot too because obviously Jordan Love's opener was against the Bears, division rival. You prepare a lot more for those kind of games than you do against, like, the Falcons. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this will be a good, not necessarily like a crazy good test against a good defense. It'll be good to see how it is against someone not in the division that you prepare for just a little bit less. Obviously, each week you prepare for that team as best you can. And then I'm also curious to see how reliable this Falcons' ground game is. Um, you got John Robinson, and then you got uh, their other running back. Yeah, Algier. Algier. Young uh, Algier. He, he, Algier popped off last game, too. I don't know if that can be consistent as a running back, too. Or maybe that's just kind of what they go with this season, where they rely on their run game way more than their pass game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like maybe the Falcons are going to get predictable down the stretch because – they're high on Bijan, just like I am, and maybe they continue. Well, maybe they continue the one-two punch and maybe sprinkle some Cordell Patterson in there. Like I'm gonna talk about him for weeks until <laughs> I see some Cordell.
0: He's he's fun to watch, man. He's yeah. he's a blast. He's just a power, hard runner who just doesn't go down. Yeah, it's just a blast to watch. He was changing games last year. Yeah, and then Packers will also have Christian Watson coming back. I think I'm pretty sure he's still questionable, but it looks like he's trending towards coming back. Now, I'm interested to see his and Jordan Love's connection, too, because Rodgers early last year like really tried to force that connection early, mm-hmm. and I think it helped in the long run. Watson definitely – I think he had, like, four or five games in a row where he's, like, really on and off, and then, like, mid to near the end of the season, yeah. their connection got really solid. Yep. So I'm curious to see if they do that with Jordan Love, too. Like, yeah. just force the connection. Like, it's going to happen one way or another.
1: Yeah, Rodgers definitely forced the connection because he could have easily gave up one on uh, Watson. Yeah, Watson for was- sure. Dropping the ball, not running his routes, easily could have gave up on it. But I'm excited to see Watson out there and Dobbs and Jordan Love. So they have a young offense as well. Um, I don't like to buy into the first games, but Jordan Love looked great first game.
0: I couldn't imagine being a Bears fan and watching that first game. Because when it comes to like a division team, your opinions are always going to be skewed a lot more. I can only imagine they're like, dude, they got another quarterback who's just going to kick our ass every single year. Yes. I don't know why I'm speaking on
1: me personally. I don't know why I fell for the bears hype. Again, they won three games last year. And I guess at the end of the season, you know, they were picking it up. Then they get here, they get to the next season, first game, they stink it up. Obviously, It's the Packers defense, divisional game. Also, it's almost like a rivalry. Bears and Packers,
0: almost like a rivalry. I think
1: it is a rivalry, really.
0: Packers just tend to own it, but there's normally a lot of hype. The Bears have squeaked out some wins when they shouldn't have beat them. Um, But I think we also just bought in too much of Rodgers leaving. I, I blindly bought into it. For some reason in my brain, when he left, I'm like, that whole team just sucks ass now. Not much changed on that team besides Rodgers leaving. Exactly.
1: That's And that's what I was saying. It's like we did, the, we did the same with the Jets. Yep. Like we erased what that defense did last year, how they changed game. Also, when Mike White was there helping the team win games. But, yeah, no. Jordan Love is going to do his thing. I'm I, with him.
0: I'm picking the Packers too, and I think it, it could be a slaughter because this Packers defense is solid. And if they hold up that run game – and they rely on Desmond Ritter to be their solution, I don't know how great that will go. I mean, Drake London didn't have a single catch last week. Granted, I don't think that trend will continue in any way, shape, or form. No chance. But it's just showing the fact that like, it, their offense passing-wise has not been off to a great start. I think they're going to make them force to do that, and then you have a stud backfield with the Packers. So I could see this game going really bad for the Falcons. Yeah. I'm with Green Bay all the way. Our next Sunday game, we got Raiders at the Bills. I'm not buying into the week one stuff with Josh Allen because Josh Allen is Josh Allen, and he will have another game where he does that like he did in week one, in my opinion. Uh, I'm picking the Bills. I don't think the Raiders showed up that great against the Broncos. Granted, division opponent, new quarterback. It's it's always hard to start off hot, and they still got the win against a, a division team. I'm going Bills on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going Bills on this one, but I just want to say if Josh Allen gets out there, does the same thing, which I strongly doubt, I'm going to rip him apart on the next um, episode. I, I just have to because I am not so sold on Josh Allen and the Bills. Like, I don't think he's that guy for the Bills. I think he's that guy at quarterback. He's a great quarterback. Just don't think he's the guy for the Bills.
0: I think that's such a hot take. That's definitely going against the grain for yeah. sure. I know people like – there's a small community that you're a part of. There's definitely other people that think this. Um, we talked about this before, though. As long as they're going to the playoffs, he's going to be their quarterback.
1: That, that, and I do agree with that. I do agree he will be their quarterback. But from a business standpoint, do you, how far do you want to go in the playoffs? Okay, we've been to the playoffs every, every year, but we're not getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, you see over in Dallas, I guess it's working for Dak. Taking the team to the playoffs or getting just close, he's still there. But for Josh Allen, I feel like there's higher hopes for you. You got the team, you got the team around you. You got those weapons around you. I like I don't know what's going on. Maybe they need a better running back, um, better running back committee. I just, I just don't know there.
0: I think James Cook actually looked pretty solid week one. Definitely compared to last year. I hope they keep trying to feed him and make their offense more two-dimensional, not necessarily that one-dimensional passing. Another issue with the Bills, though, is if they were to get rid of Josh Allen, they kind of have to go into a big rebuild. That means probably getting rid of Diggs. You lose the majority of your defense, which is pretty star-studded at the moment. And Gabe Davis, your number one with a rookie quarterback, it, it's tough. It's tough for the fans, too, because at the same time, you got to pit fans in those seats. Yeah. You tear that team apart, you're you're gonna get ripped apart for a little bit there. It, yeah. But I, I do see what you're saying, like finance wise, like how how often do you do this and he makes some dumb moves when he's running the ball sometimes. He jumped into like three players, not even close to getting a first down. He was like five or six yards off still, yeah. so I don't understand what he was jumping for. Just go down, dude. Yeah. If if they move on from him in the next few years, it's because he got injured. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a competitor. I don't take that away from him. Um, it's just all really. I just question: what do you want to see in this team? Okay, they're fun and exciting to watch in the regular season, but that's all to me. It's like they get in the playoffs, they just can't do it. You just can't beat the Chiefs.
0: I think uh, one thing that's going to come out of this game, I could see Diggs and Devontae Adams having a big game. Yes, I think it'll be a fun. A fun game. I think the Bills will probably still win, uh, but I think a fun game for Diggs and Adams coming up here.
1: I have Bills by maybe nine points. I'll go nine points.
0: Okay. I'll agree with nine points. I I can see that. I could, Yeah, no, I have a hard time seeing this one be close, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't see it close. It's a bounce-back game for the Bills in Buffalo. Like, that stadium goes crazy. You got to show up for the fans this time. You can't can't lay another egg like that.
1: Yeah, that defense is going to show up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Next game we got is Ravens at the Bengals. This is this is going to be a good game, I think. Um I was really torn between making this my game of the week. I did not I decided not to go with them mainly cuz the Ravens are so injured. I know you probably have a better idea of everyone that's injured right now, but you know, Mark Andrews, he's still questionable. We have that J.K. Dobbins injury. He's out for the season. The Ravens are just – Humphreys, he got injured really early in the season, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Marcus Williams, I think he's on the injury
0: report as well. So, it's – the Ravens are just one of those teams, they just get injured. And it's like – it's one of those annoying things where, like, you know it's going to happen, but you don't want it to because that kind of goes back to the NFL would be so much better if no one got injured Mm -hmm. because you just have stars and everything going on all the time. But it happens and for some reason this happens to the Ravens all the time.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's their conditioning, um, the training staff. I'm not trying to point fingers here, but I just it's just so consistent every season. Big players, big name players are getting injured. J. K. Dobbins, I don't know if that's a personal thing. He's not taking care of his body. He struggled a lot himself. Yeah. So I mean, Gus I have Gus Edwards on my fantasy team. I didn't think this would happen, but I know I said it before. Luckily, I do have them. Um, But I I think Ravens – I think – honestly, I think Ravens lose this one.
0: I'm going Bengals as well. Yeah. It's it's the Bengals' home game. uh, Joey Burr, he's got to have a bounce back game. Jamar Chase, he was pretty much silenced last game too. I think a big game is coming for the both of them.
1: Yeah, I think Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both – have over sixty yards this game, and both have a touchdown. Actually, I could see Jamar Chase getting a hundred yards this game. Like his back, his bounce back games are usually crazy games. Yes, crazy games.
0: I I agree. I think if this game is close, it'll be because the Ravens defense. If it's close, that's that's why it'll be. I I like the Ravens offense when it's healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how often it'll be healthy. It's already not week two. Yeah. We're week two talking about how they lost their starting running back. Their tight end one hasn't played yet. I don't know much about their other wide receivers. Obviously, you got Flowers who is going to be really good. Yeah, he did all right for,
1: um, yeah. first game.
0: They got to get OBJ to like step up and like be that guy that he has been. I mean, if you get OBJ and Zay Flowers both, the prime you can get out of them this year, that's a really really good offense. Yeah, and then you get Mark Andrews in there. It's healthy. They figure out what they want to do at running back whether it's just use Edwards as like a passing back or just a running every here and there uh I just don't see it happening this game I think the bagels also win this and I I could see Jamar Chase having a big game Higgins will get targeted more he got didn't have a single catch that's not going to happen again this week we kind of already see the Eagles do that too where Swift had one carry that didn't happen this week
1: yeah T Higgins just got the Not really caught the short end of the stick, but just the whole offense wasn't there for the Bengals. I think the whole offense turns it around against a division rival. You kind of know how it's going to go in this game because it's your rival. It's your divisional rival. But, yeah, I think Bengals pull this one out.
0: Bengals O-line has got to step it up, though. Yes. They have got to. You pay that quarterback so much money, man. You have got to protect him. Yeah, Whether that's like mid – at the end of the season, if it does bad again, you got to clean house. You absolutely have to clean house. Definitely. They made moves during this offseason, but after week one, I'm not too convinced it worked. Obviously, just week one, overacting a little bit, but there was too much grass on them.
1: Yeah, that, that's been their downfall for a couple of seasons now. Their O-line. like It looked like, what, a season ago or maybe two seasons ago, they were able to get through the season, make it to the Super Bowl with that questionable O-line um, because they have the talented offensive Burrows, Higgins, Jamar Chase, and then a the defense helped out as well. So yeah, they, that O-line has to step it up or Joe, Joe Burrow won't, won't be healthy for too long.
0: No, I mean, he's already had a few injuries he's had to deal with. Um, and I don't want him to, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks yeah. in the league. I want to see him stay healthy and see the offense just go crazy. Obviously you may have some biased opinions with that being mm-hmm. in your division, but when teams are doing good and, Points are being scored. The NFL is a lot funner. Definitely. Moving on to the next game we got on Sunday, we have Seattle at the Lions. I think... my Okay, here's my biggest concern with this game. I'm a little bit scared the Lions are going to have a little bit of a letdown game because of that incredible win for the season opener. Uh, for the NFL opener. I mean, that first Thursday night game, they just went crazy. But I don't necessarily think... That was like a momentum game. They felt really prepared and ready for that game, and they just seemed like they executed what they wanted to do. Execution, yes. That, that was the biggest part of that game. And if they come out and do that with the Seahawks, they're going to beat the Seahawks too. And I kind of have that happening right now.
1: Yeah, Lions came out there. They, they looked like they were prepared to be the first game of the season. They, didn't, they knew what everyone was saying. Chiefs are just going to blow them out. That run game, I mean, was crazy. That one-two punch with Gibbs and Montgomery, crazy. And then you're playing a weak, a weak run defense um, in Seattle or at Seattle. Whatever you want to fucking say there. But Seattle <laughs> has a weak run defense. Um, they picked up a couple of guys in the draft, but I don't think that does much for Duh. their defense. That Legion of Boom, I mean, that's out the door, in my opinion.
0: It'll be hard to ever recreate it, honestly, for any team. I know like you have defenses that are like really good right now and have been the past few years, like the Niners, but it's just like the Legion of Boom was just – it was also the characters that were on the team, you know what I'm saying? But that de- yeah. yeah, that defense is not that same defense. Plus Detroit, uh, Dan Campbell came out and said DeMar Gibbs is going to get more touches this game too moving forward. He was a lot of fun to watch, man. Definitely. He is fast. For some reason, I feel like a lot of these running backs got smaller – in my head, they just got smaller. Like, I thought Jamar Gibbs was, like, a bigger power running back. Mm-hmm. He was kind of shorter, skinnier, but fast and, like, just spinning off tackles, shredding tackles. But, like, he wasn't as, like, bulky as I thought he was. Honestly, the same with DeAndre Swift. He looked pretty small last night, yeah. and I kind of thought he was a bigger back, too, for some reason.
1: Kind of compact, and it seems like that's where we're going with the running backs because you want your two-dimensional running backs. That who can run and leak out the
0: backfield. Yeah, I mean, think about the two like, obviously this is fantasy, but the two like highest fantasy scores for running backs. You got Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler. They're they're very very two dimensional.
1: Yes, that's what it's it's you get a two dimensional running back from a business standpoint. Pay them what you pay them, and it's like you have two players in one who can run the ball and be that extra receiver. I mean, it's that's a win win. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's. It's scary. You gotta have one. I think this game will be closer than it should be, unfortunately. Um, but I still think my fantasy MVP, i St. Brown, my favorite wide receiver in the league right now, is going to have another game where he gets at least one touchdown and at very least 80 yards. Yeah, he, he's always he's going to be that guy with the Lions for the next however many years they decide to keep him and he's healthy.
1: Yeah, he's super consistent and I like him. He doesn't take those big hits. I, no. I rarely see him. Get popped, like that's another – that's big for receivers. Um, he creates the separation. I just love his route running. Yeah. I His mean, route running is next level.
0: The guy on the other side had the field, Tyler Lockett, he's kind of the one that he's, – he's really setting in motion the whole, like, don't take those hits. Yeah. I know T.Y. Hilton was pretty big of it too near his end of his tenure with the Colts. Mm-hmm. But just, like, going down when there's nothing left. Definitely. It, sometimes you just have to do it. Like, save your body. Save it for yeah. the next play, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, if there's yeah. no shot, just save it for the next play. I th- I would like to see the Seattle offense come out and be better this game because they do have studs wide receivers. You got Jackson. You got Metcalf. You got Lockett. Lockett's one of my top ten favorite receivers just because how consistent he always is. And reliable. And re- yes. re- he- He'll catch kind of anything you pit near him. He's very reliable. Obviously, his yards after catch has gone down a little bit. That goes with him saving himself too, mm-hmm. but like the value he brings d- has not gone down at all.
1: Definitely, you know, like nah. he's
0: he's still the Tyler Lockett that you want on your team.
1: Definitely, I and I want, I kind of want Gino to have a big game here too, because I like his story. You know, from West he came from West Virginia, kind of struggled early years in the league, and then turned around and get this contract with Seattle. I mean, yeah, I'm rooting for the dude all the way.
0: Yeah, no, it's like a heartwarming. Type of thing definitely, and he's not obviously, I don't know too much about personal life, but he seems like a pretty cool dude, too, yeah, like he's not like an asshole, he's not any type of way, he's just Gino. like he's he's just gino, you know definitely. it's it's pretty awesome to watch, um you got the lions winning it, I don't know if you said it or not, oh yeah, I got yeah. lions okay.
1: yeah, I got lions winning that, my bad, I got them winning by I don't see this being uh maybe I don't see it being a landslide victory but maybe seven points, seven eight points.
0: I could see seven points. I I could also see a field goal, quite frankly. Like I said, I think this could kind of be a little bit of a letdown game for Detroit. Obviously, any kind of win isn't really that big of a letdown, um, but I, I do think it would be kind of a close game between three and seven, which yeah. in the NFL, that's a pretty close game. Yeah. If at any point you could tie it or take the lead, it's a close game.
1: Yeah. That, deep, that Just to speak on that a little bit more, like, The Lions' defense, they, for the most part, look good. I know you had help from the Chiefs, all the drops, but I think looking at film and watching the defense play, you can pat yourselves on the back there. You still can critique yourselves, but I think they did very well.
0: They had a different type of energy. Yeah, like It's it's an energy like, we're going to hit you, we're going to keep hitting you, and that's just what you can expect from us this game. We're going to be on your shit.
1: They didn't look like underdogs. They look like... They were both equal. Yeah.
0: It Obviously, this is, like, jumping way too far ahead. But, like, if that was, like, a Super Bowl-esque game, it was an even fun game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're jumping way ahead. I'm not even convinced that uh, Kansas City will make a Super Bowl this year. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it was, for Kansas City being power ranked, pretty much everybody's number one. Yeah. The Lions did not look like they won that game by miracle. So, I think they're going to continue to keep the victories coming. Yeah. I can see it. On to our next game. The one I'll be watching the closest, obviously, is the Colts at Houston. Houston is dealing with a lot of injury this week, including C.J. Stroud, questionable right now. And the injury actually looked right before we started this is his right shoulder. Shoulder, yeah, his shoulder injury. That's scary. That's very scary. That's your throwing throwing shoulder. And the Colts' defense was playing very fast last week. They were all over Trevor Lawrence if they play him and he gets hit like uh the way Buckner hit Lawrence for that fumble I'm not I'm not convinced he gets back up if his shoulders really hurt him at the same time it could just be soreness yeah if if I had a young quarterback obviously week 2 not that far into the season he's pretty banged up and sore I would limit his practice you know just do quite a bit of walk throughs like there's not too much you're going to change from one week to the other especially if they're really banged up
1: yeah definitely I'm I'm well me personally, I'm counting the Texans out all the way. I don't see them winning this game. Um, Colts defense is a scary defense versus a young offense. So, Colts maybe by twelve.
0: I would love to see the Colts just absolutely kick their ass. I love to see that anytime. I love to see Anthony Richardson just go off. I just always get scared division games no matter what. Uh, I know there was a year where Andrew Luck lost to the Jags when the Jags had absolutely nobody. And it's just you, you prepare so much. And you have a young quarterback with Anthony Richardson who blew my expectations out of the water week one when it came to his decision-making. And his, his accuracy still has some work. Mm-hmm. But if his decision-making isn't that bad and his accuracy is eh, he, you're not going to have that many turnovers unless someone just makes a crazy good play. Yeah. Uh, I still have the Colts winning. I, I will still say by seven, which I think is a pretty decent – you know, obviously, close game. Yeah. Uh, I still think that Houston has a good defense. There was it, Demarco Ryan's It's their head coach, I believe his yeah, name DeMico is Ryans. Demico Ryan's. He was the defensive coach for the Niners, mm-hmm. so like, I expect this team moving forward with him to always have a solid defense. Maybe not necessarily a great one, and a solid defense against a rookie quarterback could lead to a close game. But at the same time, the Colts defense played really, really good week one.
1: Yeah, I think i see a pick six in the future for the Colts.
0: I love that. (laughs) Colts also are going to be getting Zach Moss back this week, so they will have a running back one. I don't think he is like the future running back. Like if Jonathan Taylor decides not to come back or whatever this scenario ends up being, I don't think he's like the answer. But he will be way better than how Deion Jackson was last week. And to be fair, Deion Jackson caught a lot, a lot of slack. Our offensive line, a lot of the time, did not give him much to work with. So I'm definitely giving him a decent break. I think he still be a solid running back too. Mm-hmm. He goes out there; he doesn't have to wear the defense down. He can just try to take advantage of a few gaps here and there. And then it's also going to depend on how injured these Houston Texans are, because their injury list was like 12 players. Yeah. That's injured a, that's or a not. lot.
1: If that is a lot of players injured or not. I just don't think the Texans are there. I mean, if that chemistry with Tank Dell and C.J. Stroud just pops this game, that's the only way I see that. Um, You still got Damian Pierce back there at running back. But like I said, Colts just – I mean, I feel like they're ready for it all.
0: Yeah. I think this could be – I'm really excited for Richardson to get his first win, and I really want this to be it. And it's just one of those things where I feel like when he gets that first one, it's one of those things that just like – it's got to be a breath, breath of fresh air for a quarterback, like a rookie quarterback. He's got to feel so good. Like, even, like, after his first two touchdowns. Like, you got a rushing one out of the way. You're not worrying. Like, oh, man, I hope this is a rushing touchdown. Or if like, mm-hmm. got the passing one, mm-hmm. you know. It's a
1: lot to think about being it, a rookie quarterback out there.
0: I feel like I'm more in my head about him being in his head than he looked like he was in his own head. Yeah, so yeah. I don't he, know
1: where he learned that from. Just I, being calm, collected.
0: I need to figure it out, though, because that was very impressive how calm and relaxed he was during that game. But, yeah, I'm all for the Colts winning by 12. I think it'll probably just be by seven. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'd love to see him win by 20. So, unless mm-hmm. you see that one offense just go out there and randomly cook, man. That's what I'd love to see. Moving on to the next one, a really good one. We got Kansas City at the Jags, two of the top teams in the AFC. I mean, ja-
1: I mean the Chiefs, man, they're coming to town. They are coming to town, and they're bringing Kelsey and Chris Jones. I don't know if Kelsey is going to be limited, but he is going to be a nightmare for the Jags, and I know it's going to be a relief for Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes looked heated out there. Like, who the fuck can I go to?
0: He's passionate, which is always fun to watch too.
1: I mean, but the Jags, you still got to respect the Jags because the Chiefs, The Chiefs' uh, passing defense, not the best. And now you're going up against Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, um, and Evan Ingram, and Trevor Lawrence.
0: Calvin Ridley looks way faster than I remember when he was against the Colts. That speed was crazy. Yes. I think that connection will only develop, and this could just be one of those ones where he just gets another 100 yards and a touchdown or maybe even two. And I also want to see him get Christian Kirk a little involved. I feel like he was very quiet against the Colts. Obviously, I love that. I love the whole team was quiet against the Colts. But Kirk had a really good season last year. And I think they just need to kind of scheme him, just give him some touches at the very least, you know, remind the NFL that he's still a good wide receiver. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we all figure that Ridley will come in there and get most of the passes. Um. But, yeah, Christian Kirk. I didn't think Christian Kirk would take that big of a hit. The yeah.
0: way the way Jones played, Zay Jones, is how I expected Kirk to play. Yes. Zay Jones with the one touchdown and maybe yeah. four or five receptions. That's what I expected out of Kirk. Yeah.
1: yeah I, Kirk didn't look all that consistent last season. So, maybe he turns it around this game. Maybe Trevor Lawrence goes some more. But it, it just seemed like he really liked Calvin Ridley. Like, their chemistry clicked right away.
0: I don't blame him. That dude, I, that dude is a freak athlete. Did you end up picking this one as your game of the week?
1: This is my game of the week. All right. Um, this is this might be a tough one, but I do have Jags winning this. I like Jags at home here. I think this game goes to the wire, and for some, those wire games for Trevor Lawrence, for some reason he doesn't panic. He doesn't look phased.
0: Like, I th- I think that's like one of the biggest benefits from being on a good college team. When you're in those like college football playoffs, that that's experience that only four teams a year get. It's, Good point. Yeah, yeah. I think he did it twice. If I'm not wrong, I think he did it twice. I think so. Yeah. So I he don't... he has some yeah. he has those moments in those big games where you he, he's pretty calm. It's impressive. Uh, and I think our notes are actually kind of similar because it's funny. I put Jags. Jacksonville is hard to play in in general and then i also had the jags winning cuz i think they're just in general the better overall team at this moment
1: yeah just being in that stadium when the ravens came to town um ravens versus jaguars like that's one of my favorite games i've been to actually seeing the home team win that one was crazy um the jags took it all the way to the wire they got the ball last last possession they needed a touchdown and an extra point to win that game. These guys scored the touchdown, went for two. So Christian Kirk scores the touchdown, and then Zay Jones for the two-point conversion. Walk-off touchdown. Um, I mean, walk-off victory. And it just looked like the Ravens weren't prepared. Like, I mean, they didn't expect that second half.
0: We live here in Jacksonville. It gets hot, and this is a 1 o'clock game. You're normally playing Kansas City. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, it gets hot during the summer. People don't realize the humidity here in Jacksonville. At certain points, it feels like you're just trying to, like, push through liquid in the air. Like, it gets so bad. God forbid it rains during this, too. If it rains on and off, it's going to get so hot out there. But these Jags players, this is what they're used to. Yeah, definitely. I'm
1: I'm not even used to the heat yet. Like, I've been here, what, a year? This shit, it's it's just too crazy.
0: Been here since I was like ten, and I still get pissed. <laughs> it is still irritates. Yeah, it me just single makes single you so mad. That type yeah. of heat
1: just makes me mad. Like, who the
0: fuck? Like, why the fuck is it this? Happening? <laughs> it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense, man. <laughs> but yeah, I I also got the Jags winning. This this will be a good game for sure. I do think Kansas City's receivers will do better this game too. I can only imagine what that film session looked like though. That's,
1: oh. Eight drops, man. I know he was getting shredded in there. I,
0: Kadarius Tony. I would be scared to show
1: up to it. I mean, this makes this makes men. This makes great football players. If you can overcome this, yeah. I think Kadarius Tony will. I think he'll overcome it. He seems like a confident guy.
0: I would like to see Rashid Rice uh, kind of move up in their depth chart, though. Mm-hmm. And that's solely because I have him on my dynasty league and I have him on my bench. So.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. So
0: some bias. <laughs> it's there. a it's a very biased opinion. <laughs> he also had the most points fantasy wise out of any wide receiver for Kansas City week last one. week. Yeah. So it's also not like a crazy like I hope this miracle happens. It <laughs> it's not unrealistic. It's not too crazy.
1: It is it is going to be a tough one for the receivers because the Jaguars do have DBs and I mean of course they have Rayshawn Jenkins. I mean we have to talk about him every week. <laughs> that's my boy. Maybe that's biased. But I, I like Brayshon. He
0: controls that defense. Yeah, it's, it'll be a fun one to watch. Definitely something I'll be keeping my eye on too. Moving on to our next game, we got the Bears at the Bucks. I'm just going to go ahead and say this now. This is my upset of the week. I know there's certain money lines that maybe say the Bears will make this game closer. But I think anyone who just talks about it, especially in the office, that's what this is, tomorrow's office talk. If you're talking about this in the office, everyone's going to be talking about the Bucks winning it. I think the Bears are going to win it. I think it'll be a decent bounce back game. I don't think they're gonna like beat the hell out of the Bucks. I can kind of see a field goal win, and then Bears fans will be all the way back until they face the Packers again, and then they'll be all the way down, uh, until or they just face like an elite team. I do think the Bucks still got a little bit lucky against the Vikings. The Vikings right now would still take them over them, better overall team type of thing. But this should be it. Should be a solid game, and I I hope the Bears don't suck, man. I just hope they don't suck,
1: man. I I got to go against that man, but I got bucks all the way. Baker Mayfield, I'm sold on Baker Mayfield first game.
0: <laughs> Not the Baker Mayfield. Man. Baker
1: Mayfield, I'm riding the Baker Mayfield wave. And then, I mean, you have to account for the Bears giving up 31 touchdowns on the ground last season. I think that was the most by any team. So the Bears looking kind of shaky on defense. And their offense not clicking just yet. I don't know. I'm not too sold on. They don't even. They don't look confident in games. Like when they're losing, why is your head down? Why do you? I mean, rally the team. Do something. They just. No one looks like a captain on that offense to me.
0: I, I would agree with that. When they start losing, they just kind of start losing. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, I my like kind of prediction for this game is Fields has a pretty good rushing game, and I think that will win it for them. And I think this one. It's probably the most confident I feel in like predicting a score. I think it'll be like twenty to twenty-three Bears. I think okay. DJ Moore finally gets his touchdown that we've seen. Like he had like two or three in preseason where he only played like a few quarters. Yeah, they they got to get that going again somehow. I know this preseason you're playing against vanilla defense with a vanilla offense and starters really not playing, but you have to get that man something. You got him your first round pick. Yeah. Obviously, you got some other picks, but you got to get something going.
1: No, you use a weapon like DJ Moore. You don't bring him over there to not use him.
0: But I just think maybe
1: it's too early in the season. Maybe everyone's not clicking just yet. Reason I'm going Bucks this game. But, I mean, I'm not sold on the Bears. They really just have to prove me wrong. I hope they do. But I, I don't know.
0: It, I, th- I hope it's a good game. I think the Bucks obviously have the better wide receiver core in general. I think it's Trey Palmer is their third-string wide receiver. He uh, he looks like he's getting some looks as a rookie. Um, and it, it, I, I hope the Bears win just because I think Justin Fields can be good or at least fun to watch when their team's competitive. So I'd like to see them at least competitive. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't. Again, I know I'm harping on this. I'm counting them out early.
0: If this upset hits though, I'm going crazy. Yeah,
1: hey, I'll go crazy with I'll you, man. Crazy. I'm celebrating for <laughs> you, man. But moving on, not to, a chance. Yeah, <laughs>
0: hey, when there's a will, there's a way, man. When there's a will, there's a way, and there's always going to be an upset each week. So this is mine. Okay. Moving on to the next one, we got the Chargers at the Titans. Both teams are zero and one. You wouldn't really expect that, just because the Chargers are a pretty solid team. I do have the Chargers winning this. I'm a little scared that they're going to be getting hit with injuries early, considering Mike Williams almost died before he even made a play last week. You got Austin Eckler who is doubtful now, so he's if you're doubtful a few days before the game, you're out. Like let's just call it how it is, you're out. Yeah. Um, but I think the Titans fucking suck. I think they're really bad. Tannehill threw three interceptions against the Saints. Saints defense is good. It is a pretty good, pretty good defense, but man, you've been with this team for how long now, and you still just can't. Mm-hmm. I, you got DeAndre Hopkins. What is going on?
1: I mean, they're super they're super inconsistent. Uh, the Titans, that is. I sometimes I think they're going in the wrong direction. They're going backwards. I don't think you keep Tannehill too much
0: longer. I agree. I mean, they drafted Will Levis. They drafted. Uh, Willis mm-hmm. Willis year, really cool. last year, a yeah. year ago. So it, it shows that they kind of already don't necessarily yeah. trust him for the future at the yeah. very least. And you also got Derrick Henry, I think. This, this is his last year on the contract. They might just spiral into a full rebuild. I can see it. I think Ravel's a great coach, and I hope he stays for Titan's sake. Because I do think he's a really good coach. He reminds me of Dan Campbell a lot. Mm-hmm. Just two dudes who just love football and, like, just want to win real bad. That's yeah. always fun to watch. But this team just does not look good.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing small rumors, just just small rumors that, you know, the Titans should trade Derrick Henry, get something for him before he goes. I I think I would do that as well, too, because kind of wasting his time, wasting your time. We know what he can do. What he does it just doesn't really impact the team where they need to be. He yeah. can't do it all.
0: And I say, like, if they keep losing um, and you have – a if the organization has a good relationship with him, just kind of mutually part the ways. Let him yeah. go to a, a better team. Maybe even let him seek out the trades because pretty much every team will look at, will give them a call if he's Definitely. actually up to trade. Like yeah. every team will give him a call. And he is just kind of one of those generational players that I would like to see on a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. I'd like to see him get one. Hopefully Mike Tomlin's listening to this, man. We gotta, We got to go get him.
1: I, I don't know what's going on in that backfield, man.
0: I don't, I don't know if that fixes the Steelers' <laughs> issues. My man. We need true? something, man. Yeah, you need something. Me, I, don't know, I don't know if that's it. Uh, but I got Chargers winning this one. What about you?
1: Nah, I got the Chargers too. I, I almost picked this game as my upset of the week. I said no chance.
0: No, I, I think the Chargers come off pissed. They lost a really close one. Every time they're in a close game, it feels like they lose. The only way to not do that, don't make the fucking game close. Yeah. Brandon Staley, get your hat out of your ass and figure it out. Yeah, come I mean, the Chargers,
1: a, Chargers can score points with the best of them. Yeah. I mean, but they always, they always find ways to blow the game.
0: Some shit always happens. Yeah. It's got to come down to coaching at a certain point. Ah, you, you are right. Next game, I mean, this is just one of the stinkers of the week. We got the Giants at the Cardinals. If the Giants somehow lose this game, I can only imagine how bad their fan base has got to feel. Losing 40-0 to zero against the Cowboys, division rival. At home. At home. And then you go to the Cardinals and lose. Now, I don't think it'll happen. I think the Giants will win this one. But the Giants may just fucking suck. They just may suck. I don't know. Um, I agree.
1: They do suck. But that is a tough first game. It, it's a very tough. a very motivated Cowboys team. Plus... The, that defense, man. I don't fucking know. They looked scary, but again, they have one of those games every fucking season, or two of those games every season, normally against the Cowboys each time.
0: And they will be playing. Cardinals have a dome, so you, you can take out the weather factors. I do think that had a pretty big part to play in that game. I'm not saying that's why it was forty zero, but it nah. it helps. It helps the de- it helps defenses more than it helps offenses. Like. Obviously, yeah. you got a wet ball. You got grass that's hard to stay up on. Like, it's tough. It this game, the Giants need to make sure this game is not close.
1: Yeah, I'd but I've seen in the past Daniel Jones play like a just a shitty quarterback, like a one of the last quarterbacks in the league, worst quarterbacks in the leagues, I should say. But I've also seen him in games where he looks like this is their quarterback for the future. And he's just so inconsistent. It's like, man, you, I just don't know how to take his side ever. Because, like, one week you show me this, and one week
0: you show me that, it's like, listen, I'm just not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, a top 15 paid quarterback. Like, yeah.
1: It's because like, of those games where he looked like that player for the future.
0: It's, it's tough. As a Colts fan, I've been through different quarterback scenarios where it's more of we get these vets in, and the offense looked solid last year, so you kind of buy into they can make this system work. Yeah and then it doesn't, and then we do it again next year. But this team, it's like they can make Daniel Jones work, and then it doesn't, but they just do it again next year with the same quarterback.
1: I don't know what they have to do. You're kind of wasting Saquon Barkley. He he signed his one year. Okay, trying to get the money. I get that. You're wasting his time. You're wasting your time and money because you just paid Daniel Jones, and then he comes out there and does that, like yeah, you have to do something. No points is crazy. I know it's raining. I know it's a top three
0: defense, but
1: no points is
0: As a quarterback ridiculous. who you go through your rookie contract and you get extended, like they sign you to keep you, mm-hmm. you can't pin up zero points. Exactly. As a rookie or like on your rookie contract, you get a little bit more leeway for sure, but they paid you to stay and you fucking sucked. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I, I'm almost not even interested in watching this game. To be honest, like I just
1: I wanna see how Daniel Jones turns it around.
0: Yeah, he's gotta come back crazy, in my opinion. He's yeah. gotta come back good. Moving on to the next one. Uh, the next one's actually gonna be my game of the week. We have the Niners at the Rams. They always play each other really tough. I I'm just gonna go ahead with my prediction right off the bat because this is solely based off trends, because I think either team can win at any given time they play. hmm but the home team tends to lose, and this is at the Rams. Obviously the Rams are missing cup. Uh Nakuba, I believe, is one of the wide receivers that went crazy. Yeah, Puka. Puka, yep. He is questionable. He did not practice uh, the last two days, I think. He might oh, yeah. have practiced today. A day two days ago, he one hundred percent did not practice.
1: Thirteen yeah, thirteen catches for one hundred and nineteen yards. He's gonna have to sit out. Yeah. He was taking I know he was taking some hits out so, there.
0: So now your third string wide receiver is your number one. Your fourth ring is your number two.
1: It's, well, Tutu two, 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 two still out there. Tutu two, two Atwell. Yeah. That's- he,
0: but he was like, if Cup was there, he was number three. Okay, okay. Like, okay. at least depth chart-wise. I got you. Okay. So now you got to bump everybody else back up. And I think they got pretty lucky with uh, Nakua and Atwell kind of both stepping up pretty good. Can that happen with Atwell and whoever? I don't even know who the other guy is at this rate. You know what I'm saying? Can that happen again against a Niners defense who will not let up at any point during this game? Yeah. And you're going to have to score with them too. I know the Rams defense is good. I'm curious to see how Brock Purdy does passing because I think their run defense is really good. You got Aaron Donald, best defensive player in the league. Um, It's going to be hard to run.
1: I don't think – honestly, I know – 49ers-Rams, it's a good one every season. I don't think the 49ers do too much struggling. I think they win this one uh, maybe by 8 points. I'll I'll go 8 points 49ers, but speaking of Matt Stafford, dude played in Detroit. He was playing with receivers who might have just got on a team, throwing to him. So I think he's seen it all. Honestly, he's seen the worst to the best. I think... I think he'll be good there, but maybe not against the 49ers defense.
0: It's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's a, a top defense, like yeah. top three, I would say. A complete team. I think the Niners win by at least 10. It's just going to be one of those hard ones. You, yeah. You got injuries you're dealing with. There's only so much you can do. Uh, it would be awesome to see them pull this win out of their ass. Yeah. Quite frankly, I'll always root for Matt Stafford until he retires or unless he comes to the AFC South somehow. I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Niners, they're going to win this one, and I think it's going to be a really good game. Definitely. Moving on to the next one, a huge defensive battle, Jets at Dallas. Go ahead and kick us off with this one because I know you're high on both these defenses. Yeah, man.
1: Um, I'm going to say it right now. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets on this one. This is my upset of the week. This is solely my upset of the week. Because I seen enough out of Zach Wilson.
0: That is <laughs> okay. in fucking insane to, to say though. That's that straight that
1: insane <laughs> to say. But Zach Wilson threw that ball damn near on his knees. That's all I needed to see. I knew the guy was a winner right there. <laughs> <laughs> like not, I know it sounds funny. But I think the defense does enough to help Zach Wilson. You know, go out there and lay an egg for a couple of possessions. You know. If Zach Wilson doesn't turn over the ball, I think they pull off this win it's all about how zach wilson plays because i think the defense does we just seen it defense is gonna i'm not saying they're getting all those turnovers this game but the defense is gonna do their job regardless it's like they weren't even paying attention to what the offense was doing that jets defense is scary now i just need zach to hold me down man everything's riding on you my credibility is riding on you man
0: (laughs) I would never put my credibility on Zach Wilson. <laughs> I would never do that. Listen, man, I'm a risk taker, man. I, I like Zach. I think this this game has the potential to really fucking suck as far as offensive football goes. I think at the very least, both quarterbacks throw at least one interception. One of them will fumble. I could see Dak throwing two because it's fucking Dak. He's gonna he's gonna Dak. He didn't he did nothing really to help them win that first game. Their defense carried them yes. on their shoulder. Yes. Uh, Granted, Cowboys do have offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. Their offensive weapons are no joke. It's just I would say Dak's way more in the hot seat than Josh Allen. Is like, Dak? Yeah, Dak's yeah. been doing it longer. He's yes. been doing what Josh Allen is doing, I don't know but what, more and longer.
1: I don't know what, Dak, what type of deal Dak has over there with Jerry Jones. He's but got Jerry, some dirt. But Jerry Jones, <laughs> he likes Dak, man. He loves Dak. Because I don't, I would have gave up on Dak a long time ago. Yeah, like.
0: I, I would have gave up on him too, yeah. man. There's just it's tough. I I do have the Cowboys winning this one. I, th- it's in Dallas. They have their QB one, who is not Zach Wilson, um, and I just I got Cowboys winning and probably a stinker of a game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm still going Zach, man. I'm riding the Zach wave. That one touchdown did it for me.
0: (laughs) That one thats all you needed to see.
1: Zach, all the way, man.
0: I will say I still think the Jets' defense is better overall.
1: Than the Cowboys?
0: Yeah, I would say so. I think the Cowboys take advantage a lot more of mistakes. But, like, as a whole unit, I would say the Jets, in my opinion, is better. Plus, they're going to be together longer because the majority of them are pretty, pretty young. I think
1: if we're comparing defenses, I think um, the Cowboys have a better pass rushing defense than the Jets. But the Jets, to me, yeah, overall defense is better.
0: Moving on to the next one. Um, We pit notes for all these games, and this is the Commanders at Broncos. The only thing I wrote down is who really cares uh, because, in general, who really cares? Obviously, you have the fans of each team, but when it comes to implications of how the season will go, unless the Broncos come out and just beat the shit out of Washington, I think Mm -hmm. that's – there's no way Washington just comes out and beats for the Broncos. You know what I'm saying? I think if there's any kind of upside, it would be for the Broncos. But I think this will be a close game. And, I mean, Broncos lost 17-16 last week. I could see whoever winning this game wins
1: 17-16. I read somewhere um, that Russell Wilson said he keeps all the receipts. If he actually said that, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, <laughs> dude, get the fuck out the media. Like, like Sean Payton says, stop kissing these babies. Play football, man. You know, I don't want it to get political here about shut your mouth, play football type of thing. But no, bro,
0: you look bad last year. He, he's a corn dog. Yeah. Like, when it, it's not even political, he's just a, a fucking corn dog. Like last year when he was out, but he went out and warmed up for like forty minutes. <laughs> like, bro, you're not even playing tonight. What are you doing? <laughs> get out. Like, go. Get
1: the fuck out of here, Come on, man. It's do something I, for the team, man. I, I
0: liked him for in Seattle. It's only been loved downhill. Him. I
1: loved him in yeah. Seattle, man. But those last few years in Seattle were going the same direction as now.
0: It's like, man, step it up. He, I mean, he's at the point between him and his wife where they have so much money. Man, I don't know how long I'll play. You know what I'm saying? And, and he cares about the media, too. So he's got to see how bad he's getting ripped into by the media for the past two years. And yeah. it's going to happen this year too. I feel um, like he sees
1: and hears everything, and he takes everything to heart. Like he can't ignore it. Yep. But I don't. Th- I don't see them winning this game. I, I w- think Sam Howe is going to play his ass off.
0: I hope so. I, I would like for it to be a good game, and both these teams to kind of prove me wrong. I don't see it happening. Uh, Broncos do get Jerry Judy back, and that's the only reason I really had them. I'm picking them to win this game. Mm-hmm. I could see either team winning it, though. To be fair.
1: Yeah. the – I guess a little bias here. I do want the Commanders to win just because I'm from Maryland. My dad's a Commanders fan, and I don't like seeing them lose because he's not the happiest around
0: us. Well, you really can't tell. (laughs) Happier than that. I I will say, so I'm pretty heavy on hating teams because their fan base, a.k.a. the Eagles, uh, it gets the people going, you know, a lot of Eagles fans. I don't mind the Commanders fan base. I, I would like to see them win. Obviously, I'd like to see them win against any AFC team in general. Better for the Colts in the long run, no matter what. I I just think the Broncos just go one and one after week two. Probably not the best game. Both teams will just look average, in my opinion. Definitely. Also, Scary Terry is one of my favorite wide receivers because he's got like just the sickest nickname. And yeah. he'll, he'll catch anything you throw to him. So, I would like to see him do really good, too.
1: Commander still have the young quarterback. It's Sam Howe and... They are still not clicking yet, but they'll get there.
0: Yeah, they got the rest of the season ahead of them. They're, they're kind of in like a Colts position, I would say, where it's like just get better throughout the yeah. season. And I would, I'll, I'll root for the commanders to get better throughout the season. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they will. Moving on to our Sunday night game. It's, it's a pretty solid one. We got the Dolphins at the Patriots. I mean, it's Bill Belichick. He's always going to find a way, for the most part, to slow teams down you're facing probably the hottest offense in the NFL right now because you have Tyreek Hill who just moves at a completely different speed than everybody else yeah. somehow and it it should be a really good game.
1: Yeah, I mean again, I can't you can't put anything past Bill Belichick. I feel like if he's in your corner, there's always a chance to win. Uh, but in this game, I don't think Mac Jones is going to do what he did last week. He had a very big game last week. Really shocked me, but uh, Tyreek Hill is on a tear right now. I think, I think he's trying to send a message to everyone. Like, no, I'm that guy, and I think. I mean, as of right now, obviously top three receiver in the league, but I think he's going to be number one I at think, the end of the season.
0: I think it's between him and Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Tyreek Hill has the speed; he will catch anything thrown to him. You are limited, obviously, with his height. He is a shorter wide receiver. And I kind of think that's what helps Justin Jefferson in, in like, my rankings, which mean absolutely nothing, uh, be, like, the better wide receiver. He just has a little bit more on him right now, and he's younger. So, like, if you were to take one or the other at the moment, I would say Jefferson, have him long-term. But I I think this game will be closer than people expect. I think the Patriots will slow him down. They'll still probably lose, like, 28 to 21 would be my guess. It's a divisional game. Dolphins. I will say they they have tended to get the best of the Patriots very randomly in the past few years. I kind of like to see the the script flip, but I am I'm picking the Dolphins to win. But I think this could be a, a lot closer game than people expect.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see it being a blowout because the Dolphins did just give up a shit ton of points last week, and I think the Patriots could score. They have some weapons on that offense to score. I don't think they roll over this game.
0: Moving on to the next one, we actually have two Monday night games, which I feel is very weird for this early in the season. I feel like they always normally do it near the end of it. Uh, But the first one we have coming up is the Saints at the Panthers. Quite frankly, this could be one of those games no one really cares about. I think the Saints will win it. Um, Panthers have had some pretty bad luck when it comes to the defense. J.C. Horn is going on IR who is, I believe, their cornerback, but I know he's a stud one way or another. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Brian Burns, they're still kind of having some issues with Brian Burns. He's an absolute unit on the defensive line. And the Saints, granted, they beat a bad Titans team last week. I think they are the better team at this moment. Panthers, one of those teams where you just want to see them progress throughout the year with Bryce Young if he can. But I've got the Saints probably by 14 or more.
1: Okay. I don't have the Saints that high. I think sometimes they shoot themselves in the foot. So maybe by eight or nine points, but I'm big on Olave. I think Olave will change this game and maybe get him to that fourteen points.
0: Yeah. I like, mean I, I can I see Jamal Williams kind of trying to step it up too. He's just, we we all know he's a good running back, but you have Kamara who's gonna be coming back uh after Four games of his mm-hmm. suspension. Yeah, three more games. So yeah, this so, game and two more games. Yeah, yep. and if you're Jamal Williams, you want to make a case that you should be splitting at the very least 50 50 touches with him. Yeah, like, I think that, that be should splitting. be your
1: plan. They'll be splitting that. I, it's still right now, as of right now, it's still Kamara's. Kamara's um, still the number one.
0: Yeah. yeah, I would say so too. I would also like to see the Panthers get uh, Jonathan Mingo, their wide receiver they drafted this year. Like, some legit looks yeah I like Mingo yeah I, he reminds me a lot of A.G. Brown-esque player where it comes to mm-hmm. like he's just a big wide receiver who's pretty athletic like Definitely. he could be a fun one to watch if they start getting that connection especially since you drafted him with your cornerback yeah it, it could just be one of those connections where once their four years are over they continue to stay on the same team together they can mm-hmm. continue to have that connection and if I'm a Panthers fan that's like what I'm looking for the most kind of like the Colton Josh uh, Anthony Richardson and Josh Downs they had some pretty good connections week one it also reminds me of an Andrew Luck T.Y. Hilton scenario draft at the same time T.Y. Hilton's a freaky speed wide receiver and they just developed that connection as your Panthers fan that's what you're kind of hoping for this season I think yeah seeing him getting going
1: yeah I think that connection will come mid-season to the end of the season just filling it out just getting those games under your belt I think I think they'll be good moving forward.
0: I think so too. Moving on to our final game. I really want to hear your opinions on this. It is Browns versus Steelers. Brown's coming off or Browns coming off of a, a pretty good win. I would say like a really solid win. And then you have the Steelers coming off of uh a pretty embarrassing week one. Luckily the Giants played, so it wasn't the most embarrassing. So uh-huh. Thank you. New York (laughs) Giants. (laughs) Um,
1: Now, this game, it's going to be a tough one. But I am looking forward to us bouncing back. I'm really looking forward to Najee turning things around. He looked a little better at the end of the season uh, last season. But last week, he just, I don't know. He didn't do it for me last week. And I I don't want to say it now, but it just looks like Warren – May take his spot. Like, I don't know how long we have for Najee at that number one spot.
0: So I haven't watched like the Steelers that closely. Do you think it has anything to do with the O line?
1: No, no. I mean, at, at first we were we were blaming it on the O line, but Jalen Warren has to run behind that same O line, and he's doing good. Yeah, he gets in there and makes an impact when he's in the game.
0: It sucks too because I'm a pretty, I would say I'm a decent Najee Harris fan. Um, for some reason, both of us had the idea that he was drafted the same year. Jonathan Taylor, I swear, it's like a vivid picture in my head same. of the Colts moving up right before the Steelers and drafting Taylor, and then the Steelers take Harris. Same. I I don't know how this didn't happen. To, I don't know how we have the same memory and it didn't happen.
1: To me, it may have been the Dreads. Honestly, I think it might have been McFarland instead of Najee Harris in that draft. Like I'll have to fact check that, but I. I think that's what happened.
0: It's got to be something like that. It's very weird. Um, but, we but
1: ha- I mean, speaking on our receivers, obviously we have Deontay Johnson out. I think he's going to be out four weeks. So, Pickens, it's going to be his time to shine. So, I, I think he has a big game. I mean, he has to have a big game. Speaking as a Steelers fan, we need something good going because, I mean, it just looked horrible. We had six of our offensive players out on IR. We just got beat the fuck up.
0: Yeah. What really sucks is they can't rely on their defense to win this game, in my opinion. The yeah. Steelers, the offense has to step up and make it competitive. The Browns will have pit up at least 20 points. I, I think that's a fair thing to say. Um, and then you just have to have the Steelers pit up 20 points. I'd, it's tough. I mean, you guys also lost Casey Hayward. He's going to be out for, I think they're saying like eight weeks now. Yeah. Which it's, is awful.
1: The injuries are getting bad. They're piling up on us. I mean, we're playing a divisional team, so – I don't think the game was... never does. But we we need to do something here.
0: I think the Browns win this one. Um, and I don't think that's a craziest thing to say. Just because the Browns looked pretty good week one and the Steelers just didn't. I mean, it's also week one. Things happen, but you also lose Deontay Johnson. And I think that's just a crushing blow to the offense at this moment.
1: Yeah, it's a tough week one matchup. Um... We faced a tough week one matchup last season in the Bills. So I really thought, I mean, something would be something would be the same, but we just didn't come out like we wanted to win or even wanted to play.
0: That's it for our NFL predictions for week two. Um, I do want to kind of touch on a UFC just a little bit. So they have a fight night coming up this Saturday. It is Shinshenko versus Grasso. Um, Shenchenko is my favorite female fighter by far. And she's, I think, my top th- one of my top three fighters as well in the UFC in general. Uh, she's electric to watch. The last few fights have made me really nervous. Obviously, the last one where she lost her belt. So this fight for a fight night, which is kind of crazy, they have a belt for a fight night. Yeah. But she is fighting for the belt back. And I want to see her come out and just kick this girl's ass. And I'm scared that she might not.
1: Like these these women UFC fights, man. I just I just look at women as, you know, gentle and not so rough. You know, but these these fighters, man, it's just so scary to watch. Like they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> um and I'm watching I'm watching it more and more. It is hard to watch, but it is my job now, so I got to watch it more.
0: <laughs> and I will say the females division in general has only gotten better over the years. Which is awesome to see, because when you get like some of these top women fighters like Shinchenko and um, I am blank Amanda Nunes because they fought each other twice. I think Shinchenko won both of them. It's bullshit, Nunes. Yeah. but Nunes won both of them. Once you when you get people like that, it's, it's just fun to watch. And quite frankly, if Shinchenko barely wins this fight, I would like to see her retire so it's not going out on too bad of a, yeah. a taste in everyone's mouth. Um, but we will also. I, I would like to definitely recap it next episode a little bit, just because she's one of my one of my goats in the UFC. So,
1: ah, scary. That shit's scary. <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm gonna oh, try yeah. and keep my eyes open.
0: All right. And then, like we said at the beginning of the episode, make sure you follow us on our Twitters. Mine is at Caleb Green with two ends.
1: Yes, sir. Mine is at Count Me Out underscore T O T for tomorrow's office talk.
0: And until next episode, we're out.